Whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose, and you will not stop me. You are listening to Mojo Sports. And welcome to episode three of the NRL show. I'm your host, Dan Frost, and if this is the first time that you are listening, welcome to the So You Thinking Ball uh, Sports Network. And as always, I'm joined by the best panel in the business, Alex, Stacey, and guys, we're missing our friend Pierre tonight as she battles moving house, uh, moving boxes. It, uh, it definitely is the worst, but uh, but while we're on shout-outs, we just wanted to um, yeah quickly send out a message to all of those uh, people who are battling uh, the latest... Uh, wave of lockdowns um, across multiple states. Obviously, it's quite a quite a difficult um, situation, but hopefully, we can take your mind off things as we talk all things sport. So, look, the best way of doing that let, let's have a quick recap on our tipping leaderboard, Alex. So, just a bit, bit of a bit of a you went out there on a limb and, and you went with the West Tigers to to upset last week. Didn't didn't go your way. I thought it was going to be close, you know, and it turned out to be a close one. So, I guess in some columns I won and in some columns I lost. Yeah, two point loss to the uh, to the Warriors. So that was uh, that was mine and Pierre's tip. So we, we we jump up with a we jump up the leaderboard there with that one. But um, yeah, it was it was a bit of an emotional week obviously with uh, Roger Tuivasashek uh, yeah leaving the club. So that, that that was a huge loss but obviously the emotion sort of uh, filtered its way through the camp and they were able to get up for that one. Stacey yourself uh, Queensland Derby you went for the Broncos as the underdog that, that paid off. It did. It didn't. Didn't Katoni Staggs have a game yeah. and then did his MCL? Is now out for the season. It's no good. It's just, uh, yeah, they got the guys just, um, yeah, just has terrible luck at the moment. But hopefully he can, um, you know, rehab that, have a long off season, and come back uh, better than ever in season 2022. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, let's jump into our first segment now, uh, the breakdown. And uh, each week what we do is we pick out key feature games within the round uh, to run our eyes over. So yeah, let's jump into our first segment. It's do or die. One game. And though it may be just one game, clearly it means everything. That might be the most anticipated game in the history of the sport. Yeah, and this week on The Breakdown, we have a couple of uh, massive clashes as we get towards the back end of the season. Uh, Guys, let's start off with uh, the big one. So the Sydney Roosters taking on the Penrith Panthers. Alex, I'll start with you. Your Roosters uh, obviously continue to surprise. What's your thoughts on this game? I think it's going to be interesting. I think with, what, two more injuries, the Roosters sustained in the last game. So it's just, you know, adding on it's insult injury right now, pardon the pun. Um, so I think that's a tough one. And I think with Cleary kind of pegged to be coming back this, you know, this next game, I don't know. The Roosters look good. I think they had a really sloppy start, you know, in the game against the Eels. Um, they struggled to kind of, again, find their footing or um, find the ball a little bit with drops and errors. But I think if they can limit that and, and kind of, play how they played kind of the back half of the um, first half in the last game, then I think they should be fine. Um, If they limit their errors, I think they'll be okay, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how the Panthers go. You know, they had a bit of a shocker against the team that they played, you know, the defensive wasn't super strong. So I I don't know. I think it's going to be an interesting matchup for sure. Stacey, were you surprised with the Roosters getting the win over Parramatta last week? 
No, I don't think I was surprised. <clears throat> you know, we've spoken before about the Roosters organization and, and their amount of depth. So, um, you know, given all the injuries, I still wasn't surprised because they still have that X factor. Um, and they always will have that. And that's just a, that's just a, an organization, um, you know, hallmark. So I wasn't surprised. Um, like Alex said, started, started pretty sloppy, but finished pretty well. Yeah, I think there was a few key takeaways for me, Stacey, in that Roosters performance. Um, Alex, Alex spoke about it earlier. It, it was very sloppy. It was very un-Roosters-like to sort of start the game. So, um, yeah, obviously it was good to see them sort of, you know, settle themselves down and sort of get themselves back in the game but continue to fight defensively. I still think it's odd that a lot of these defenses haven't picked up on Sam Walker's uh, that that long pass. It, it just he, he continues to strip numbers um, and punish some of the outside backs. So really impressed with the way that Sam Walker continues to play. But Stacey, the player that caught my eye uh, for the Roosters, and I think someone that's going to be damaging in this one, uh, Joey Manu. Uh, he certainly had a game last week, didn't he? He really did. And, um, you know, I've been fascinated by Joey Manu for a long time. I think he's a, I think he's a fantastic player. And to have him be moved around in the different positions he's had to play in this season, he's excelled at all of them. So he's not just great at, at his position. He's great everywhere. Alex, obviously your strike weapon is James Tedesco, and we spoke a lot about him last week. But, um, yeah, just off the back of that, isn't it? I guess the Roosters find themselves in a really fortunate position that despite all of these injuries, they've still got this this star player that can just break open a game like he did last week. I mean, I thought he did well. I think, again, I think he started off a little rough. Um, and I think that then the team, I, for some reason, it looked like a domino effect. You know, he from the first ball that he dropped out of the air, it just kind of became a domino effect for, for the team. You know, they just struggled a little bit. Um, and then I think when he kind of, stepped up and, and a couple other players stepped up and they scored that 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 first that first try I think that was a big momentum shift for them where they're like okay we're good we just got to calm it down and it was just like very simple errors that you don't normally see from Tedesco or from the Roosters um, so once they kind of figured that out and they really just kind of honed those basics of catching the ball and passing the ball and those those long passes out wide yeah I think to have a player who can kind of you know most players if you kind of start rocky you'll stay rocky but he's, you know, a leader like that where he goes, okay, we're going to scrap these first you know, five to 15 minutes of the game and we're going to play proper footy now. So, you know, let's pick it up. So it was good. It was good to see and see that he can turn around and he has that mind frame that, you know, one couple areas isn't going to set him back. Yeah, maybe it was all, just all part of the strategy from the team just to keep Robbo busy in uh, in the film session this week because I'm sure he's got a lot to say about uh, about that start to the game. Um, so yeah, let's, let's uh, change our focus now over to the opposition, the Penrith Panthers. Now, unlike last season where they had a remarkable run with no injuries, things are starting to really sort of pile up. Stacey, my question to you is obviously where we're all anticipating the return of Nathan Cleary, but we are seeing some quite significant defensive issues, particularly in the middle. Does Nathan Cleary come in and just solve all of the issues that Penrith have at the moment? I don't think that he himself solves the issue. I think that it's part and parcel with his leadership, the way that the team rallies around him. So I feel that without Cleary, the Panthers lack a sense of direction um, and really just that, you know, uh, Luai tried to step in and tried to lead and do the things that he's doing. But at the same time, they just seem like they're floating out of anywhere. And if we look at the stats on par for the season, like they've had around 88% tackle efficiency 
all season, you know, until these last three games. Yeah, Alex, it's going to be interesting because obviously Cleary, he's a big body for a half and, and defensively he's quite sound. But to Stacey's point, it, it really just is his standards that obviously he's going to um, come in and hopefully they can address it. But certainly some concerning uh, defense in the middle. There's been a few times where they've just been run over through the middle uh, and that's very un-Penrith-like and I think that would concern... Uh, Ivan Cleary uh, quite a lot. There's a couple of other players that I think are missing. Azayo, obviously coming off a big origin series, he plays that lock link player quite well. Um, you know, certainly appear to be missing um, Azayo. I think another one in, in, in addition to Azayo, with Brian To'o being out, you know, he, he's able to give you 200 running metres Per game, so you know the Panthers are going to have to figure out how they make up that yardage, um, and it's just so critical because it just takes so much pressure off their forwards early in the set. So yeah, look, it's uh, it's definitely challenging times for the Panthers, but this is going to be a great clash. You know, you've got two teams that aren't exactly at full fitness; they've both had their their challenges, so it should be quite interesting. So no sitting on the fence. Uh, who's your tip in this one? Yeah, I mean, I, I I will always back back my roosters. I think, you know, yes, Cleary's pegged to come back this week, but I, you know, if maybe they'll rest him. Who knows um, if they can, you know, kind of keep the ball and attack out wide, or just kind of punch it up the middle where you know Panthers kind of struggled with last week. Then I think they'll be okay and maybe might be able to sneak out a win. But yeah, I've got to back back my boys and go with the roosters. Stacey, who have you got in this one? I'm going to take the Panthers in in consideration that Cleary comes back. And I think you'll be able to see pretty early where his headspace is at uh, coming back off the injury. But, you know, I really think that the matchups are going to come, you know, up front. So, you know, feeling me kick out and, and the big boys are really going to make an impact. Yeah, look, for me, I, I'm actually predicting an upset here. I, I think the Roosters uh, are going to win. And, and for the Panthers, I think they need to be very, very careful um, over the next few weeks. In fact, I would be looking... Uh, at ways in which he can freshen up the roster. I certainly wouldn't be taking any chances with Nathan Cleary's shoulder. He only has one opportunity to come back. If he comes back with his shoulder too early and takes a knock, that could rule him out for the rest of the season. And their campaign, I think, is in, in, in tatters. So I would be very, very cautious with Nathan. All right, guys, and we move over now to our second uh, breakdown clash. And again, we, we talk about we talk about big feature games, and and this one this one it could be one of the the games of the season as we see the Manly Sea Eagles take on the Melbourne Storm. Alex, I'll start with you. Uh, what's your thoughts on this game? I think it's going to be a good game. I think from both sides. Uh, I think you know they've got. Um, really good players across the board. I think they've been strong, you know, week after week on both sides. Um, and I think there's going to be a very big game for, for both teams and whoever can, you know, be the standout or get that standout player, you know, whoever's going to make those big tackles at the end of the day, I think that team's probably going to pull out the win. I think it'll be close. I don't see it being, being a blowout. Um, I think Storm are going to come off a pretty confident game, um, but I think Manly will be able to give them, you know, a run for their money for sure. Stacey, this is a this is quite an interesting clash because I feel like each year you kind of have a dominant team like the Melbourne Storm have been and, and are this year, but then you've got this this team that that sort of just find form at the right time and they may not be at the top of the competition, but they, they just pass the eye test and that's the Manly Sea Eagles this year. Am I right in saying that that this that that Manly could be at the moment with Penrith struggles? Could could this be the second best side in the competition? I think it could be, 
definitely. You know, I felt the, you know, the momentum from Manly, you know, ever since, ever since um, Des got back on board, you know, he, they just, he just changed the culture and he sort of just, uh, you know, was able to bring every, all the players together and put them in their best possible positions and they've all just excelled under his leadership. So, you know, watching them all last season, they've kind of been on this run for a little while and, you know, I've, I've really enjoyed watching them. I've really enjoyed betting on them um, because they were just making good things happen. But I think with having some of the new players that they've come, um, that they've picked up, uh, it's going to be interesting Um you know, I grew up playing, uh, I grew up with Lockie Croker, um, small world, Goulburn. Um, but, uh, yeah, and he's, he's had a, a great couple of games as well. So I think, I think it's going to be a, a, you know, mainly like to play like hard-nosed football, like smash and bash football, which is the kind of football I like to watch. So it should be a good one. Yeah, look, it's, it's been an interesting, uh, it's been an interesting season for Manly and, Huge credit to Des Hasler because, you know, sometimes you can look at some of these rosters and they're star-studded and you can you can predict that these teams are going to go on and have a successful year. At the start of the season, you're looking through the Manly lists and, you know, besides the Travoya Viggs and Daly Cherry Evans, you're really struggling to see, you know, how, how this team can be successful. Stace, to your point, uh, you know, one of the one of the, uh, the the big deficiencies that this this club's had for a little while now is, is the lack of a dummy half due to some circumstances with with for now. But you know, Lachlan, who who's traditionally a half, you know, Des has worked really really hard and stuck with him and built his confidence. You know, he's he's been one of the better dummy halves in in the game this season. So yeah, huge credit to Des Hasler. Yeah, definitely. And then when you match him up with you know Jason Saab. Uh, you know, coming over from the Dragons, you know, he's just been a try-scoring machine. Um, so I think that they've really got the pieces, they've got the puzzle pieces there. It's whether they all click enough to be able to cause some upset. Alex, do the Storm have any weaknesses that you can see? Because one of the things that, that I can sort of see when I look at Melbourne is that they can just beat you in, in, in a bunch of different ways. I don't think they're undefeatable but I think it seemed like that that can you know as you said change their game plan on the run when it's not working they can you know shift and change certain things to be able to get the outcome that they want and I think that you know that is you know what championship teams can do really at the end of the day you know they can take the players they have they can pick and change they can see what's you know not working um you know in front of them and go okay well let's just adjust (laughs) or so slightly or let's do a bigger ball and let's go from there i think it's i think i mean i think it just goes back to what i was just saying I think the storm is this razzle dazzle team like you know they are the harlem globetrotters of the nrl and then you burst them against the hard nose get it done like old school style of manly i think they're two opposing styles which is that's what's going to make the game really interesting to watch yeah no it's, it's going to be an absolute blockbuster and i think you know looking forward is it safe to say that I guess we're all predicting that this Melbourne Storm team will find themselves in a grand final. I think there's going to be a handful of players that are going to miss out on that grand final 17 that would start every day of the week in other teams. So it's going to be really, really interesting to see. Look, a particular player that I wanted to um, call out uh, was Justin Ollum out on the oh, edge. Love him. I love think him. He, he, he sort of reminds me, I, I mean, he's a hitman, isn't he? The way he sort of comes in and, and almost attacks in his defense. Um, Stacey, talk to us a little bit about Justin Ollum. Does he remind you of anyone? And, yeah, what's your thoughts on his season so far? Oh, my God. He's he's just next level. 
Um, you know, and, and it wouldn't be hard to make a comparison between him and an NFL running back, just the way that he hits the line when he's running through. And he's just vicious. Um, you know, he's he will run over you. He will run through you. He will run over the top of you. He's just hard. Um, and he just plays with just this uh, great sense of freeness. I think that's what it is. And, and he plays his own game, which I really, really love. You know, and coming from Papua New Guinea, um, you know, he's just a good, really good representation for um, for those guys out there as well. Yeah, and Alex, I just wonder, you know, if you, you know, the, the key to playing out on the edge is just ha- no hesitation and, and just playing fast. And I just wonder that, you know, if you get a cutout pass uh, as, as an outside back that you're not sort of just just sort of having a bit of a sneaky look up to see where Olam is because surely you've just got to be ready to be absolutely laid out. Um, have you been impressed with his performance so far this year? Yeah, I've been super impressed with performance. And yeah, as you said, you know, there's definitely that sense of, you know, keeping an eye out for him if you see the ball out wide because that is not a player that that you want to get that get hit by because I don't know if, if it was me, I'd take a minute to get up for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, no, he's he's been, I think, phenomenal out there and you know as Stacey said he is like a lot of you know running backs in American football he's just big and you know there's there's a there's that fearlessness that he has where he's going to take that ball from one side of the field to the other however many players he has to run through to do it I don't think he cares um so and he'll probably run through the entire side if he had to but to have that kind of fearlessness and that that ability is just that's what makes him key out there um and makes him a hard man to stop too yeah, he's a walking highlights package, that's for sure. Um, and just quickly um, on the on the manly side, so one of the things that I think has given them a bit of a point of difference, and as sort of um, Stacey to your earlier point, um, has sort of developed as the season's gone on, is their back row. So obviously with uh, Olakawatu coming on board, you know he looks like he looks like such a special player, you know a special athlete, and the confidence that he's playing at his size is remarkable. Um, Josh Schuster, which we mentioned before, obviously he has the ability to sort of play out on the edge. And Jake Trevojevic, obviously, you know, he rounds off a very strong back row for the Manly side. Didn't sort of start the season too well, but has certainly bounced back with some great form. A couple other players, Stacey, that I just wanted to to pick out on. Uh, t- talk to us a little bit about uh, Daily Cherry Evans, the season that he's had and what your expectations of him are you know, moving forward as we get closer to the finals? Oh, look, you know, he's the $10 million man. You know, I, I feel like um, I feel like everyone um, expected a lot out of him. Um, and sometimes I feel like that pressure might have gotten to him a little bit. Um, you know, when he's, when he's on his form, he plays such a – he plays with a really uh, interesting, like, arrogance, uh, which you need when you're playing that sort of football. Um, but you can just tell that – when he's not having a good day, uh, the vibe just sinks throughout the team. And, and that goes part and parcel as well with his role at State of Origin as well. You could just see him getting so frustrated and the team not being able to perform, to, to help him perform. Um, but when he's, having, when he's on, you know, he's got great vision. He runs really well. He sets up a lot of passes, uh, sets up a lot of tries. Um, but again, it's just, you know, whether the criticism on him is unfair or not, um, given how much he's been paid to be at Manly, who knows? And Alex, obviously, um, you know, Daily Cherry Evans, he, he's now the veteran of the team, so he's a good or- organiser. 
But if we look on the other side at this uh, this young number seven who's playing for the Melbourne Storm, former fullback, am I right in saying that Jerome Hughes is outplaying the Queensland and the Australian captain right now? Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd say so. Um, I think he's done really well in the last couple of games. I think he manages his backs really well, but I think there's such a there's such a great relationship between him and his backs at Storm. Um, and I think there's just an understanding that that they all have. Um, you know, if something, as we said earlier, if something goes wrong, they can fix it. Every single one of those players can. And I think sometimes when something goes wrong, you know, with Daily Cherry Evans, I think his mental kind of capacity and the way he plays kind of falters a little bit. So I think that's something that Drum Hughes kind of maybe has over him, just being that kind of younger player and I guess there's not as much expectation on him and he can go out there and he can he can make mistakes but I think what's great about the storm side is that when they do make mistakes how they play after that is so key and I think you know sometimes that's maybe where Daley Taylor Evans kind of loses it a little bit and, and you saw that in the origin games you know when he was frustrated with his backs or his backs weren't doing well or you know he he, he had errors and there's just that there's just that missing link sometimes and well, I don't know whether it's him or his backs but I think that missing link the storm just don't have they all have an understanding of what their roles are they can all do their roles and if someone makes an error somebody picks up for it so I think you know Jerome Hughes makes his backs looks good but I also think his backs make him look good as well so having that relationship I think is key and I think that's maybe somewhere where manly kind of falter a little bit yeah absolutely and, and no I think as, as a former outside back you know we all expected him to have that strong uh, uh, ball playing and, and the ability to sort of to sort of take on the line but you know, I've just been I've just been so impressed with uh, his playmaking his kicking game um, you know this could be one of Bellamy's finest achievements uh, in terms of the the transformation that and the influence that he's had on Jerome Hughes's career. Um, and if he continues to just, you know, play in these multiple grand finals and stars, he is certainly building himself quite a CV. Guys, uh, let, let's, yeah, no sitting on the fence. Let's uh, let's tip this one. Alex, you know, in, in one of the games of the season, who are you tipping in this one? I just think based on consistency and performance kind of weak, weak in the last couple of weeks, I got to go with the storm on this one. I think it'll be close and I think it'll... It, I think it'll come down whoever can keep their defense the strongest. As Stacey said, you know, defense is going to win you games. And, and as long as that stays strong for, for both sides, it's going to be a very interesting match. But I think the Storm might be able to pull this one out. Stacey, uh, is this game just a little bit too early for Manly to hit their straps? Or like, or can you see an upset? Who are you tipping in this one? I'm going to take, take the Eagles. I'm going to. I really think that this could be the start of something good. So he's hoping. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I'm not quite as brave uh, to tip them with you, Stace, but um, to Alex's point, I, I think this is going to be a really, really close game. Uh, and, you know, I see Melbourne Storm just coming away with it late in the clutch. But I, I, I think Manly, they're going to come out and they're going to make a statement to say, hey, we're uh, we're here to compete for a premiership this year and, and this is the, the right stage to do it. All right, let's move on now. Our last one for the night, our rapid fire segment to close out the show. And we're going to talk all about that and a whole bunch of other things. What you need to know tonight. Coming soon to a cinema near you. What's it look like out there? Oh, my boss is saying closing time. Maybe that's what you're going yeah, closing time as we round out the show, rapid fire segment um, as we go through the remainder of round 21. Let's start off with arguably one of the best franchises in the National Rugby League, and that's my Newcastle Knights as they take on the Brisbane Broncos. Alex, who are you tipping in this one? I don't know. I got to go against you and maybe go the Broncos in this one. 
Uh, that's all right. I won't take it personally. Stacey, who are you going to go with? Obviously, the Broncos were really kind to you last week. Are we staying there or are we jumping over to the dark side with the Knights? No, no, I'm jumping over the dark side, given how well Bradman Best played. Um, I'm definitely going to sink my teeth into that one. Yeah, and for me, have to go with my guys. Uh, great to see them starting to put on, uh, yeah, put put on put in some stronger performances, and hopefully, uh, you know, Mitchell Pierce uh, returns from injury, and I think that he'll add a uh, whole whole different element uh, to that football team. If we can ever string a month or two together with our complete spine, I think we can actually do some damage. All right, guys, let's step through now to two teams that can be a little bit frustrating to follow. Uh, Stacey, your 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 crew, uh, the, the Dragons, they, they take on the Canberra Raiders. Who are you tipping in this one? Um, so I'm going to base my tip on the Raiders. Well, look, it's, um, you know, th- that's the thing. Fans are, you know, starting to obviously get a little bit frustrated with a few different teams. But, yeah, to your point, last week, obviously copying quite a, quite a resounding defeat, uh, yeah, to, to the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Uh, Alex, who are you tipping in this one? Is it going to be Canberra or do you see the Dragons getting the win? Uh, I see Canberra taking this one. Uh, I don't. I, I. I don't see the dragons pulling this one out. Yeah, look for me. I, I'm going. Oh, look, it's a flip of the coin. You know, both of these teams are really inconsistent at the moment. Um, but I'm just going to go with the dragons just because of their youth. I, I think there's going to be some interesting selections uh, for Anthony Griffin. Um, you know, over the coming weeks as he as he tries to sort of you know work out what's best for this season, but also for next year. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of really promising youngsters coming through. So hopefully um, we can see some good performances from them. Um, Canberra Raiders just a little bit too inconsistent today and defensively there were a few issues um, that I saw from the Knights game so Dragons for me alright guys another huge game uh, with massive ramifications in terms of the NRL ladder as the Parramatta Eels who are on a little bit of a slide take on the another hot side in the South Sydney Rabbitohs Alex who are you tipping in this one? Uh, based off performance I don't know again the Eels started sloppy as well they had quite a number of errors in their games against the Roosters uh, Maybe if they can switch it around, it may be close. I think I'm going to pick the Eels for this one. I think they could give the Bunnies maybe a run for their money. Yeah. Well, that'll, be my, that'll be my underdog for the week. You know, if Rabbitohs don't pick up and, and the Eels had some good moments last game, I think if they can consistently have good moments and limit their errors and, and make sure they're strong defensively, I think maybe they can give the Bunnies a run for their money. No, excellent. I'm noting that down to Alex's underdog of the week is Parramatta to, uh, to take out the Rabbitohs, which would be a huge upset. Uh, Stacey? Oh, I've got to go the bunnies. You know, we're we're talking multiple fifty plus games. Um and they they again they're so um so sharp on offense. They they just score all the time. So uh, I'm, I'm taking taking the bunnies for this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go the Rabbitohs too, but I think this one will be a little bit tighter. I think everyone's expecting the Rabbitohs to come out and, and put on a, a huge performance, but I think there's a lot of pride in this Parramatta Eels team. Um, they, 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 you know, There's a little bit of panic in and around the, the fan base, but I don't think the team internally would be too stressed. I think they can turn this around, but yeah, I think the Rabbitohs will be just too good in that one. Okay, let's move our way through now to the New Zealand Warriors as they take on the Cronulla Sharks. Alex, what's your thoughts? on the um, Warriors. Yeah, Warriors to win. Uh, Stacey? Yeah, I was going to do the same and they were going to be my underdog of the week. Okay, so the Warriors did well for myself and Pierre last week. So Stacey, jumping on that bandwagon with uh, Reese Walsh and a few others, um, you know, starting to, to show some good signs. Uh, look, for me, yeah, I'm going to go with the Warriors as well. Um, they, uh, they've, they've got 
a lot of talent in their team, but again, very, very inconsistent. So is this the week that they put a team to the sword or is this the week that they um, sort of fade and, and struggle? It's um, only time will tell, but yeah, I've got my fingers crossed that the Warriors can um, you know, finish out the season strong because we all know they have done some great things for the competition over the last couple of years. All right, guys, let's move through now to an, an interesting clash as the, the Canterbury Bulldogs take on the West Tigers. Alex, uh, is there any way you see the Bulldogs um, coming out with a win here? Yeah, no, I don't see the Bulldogs kind of pulling out pulling out a win for this one. I think the Tigers might it might be a close one, but I think the Tigers might just edge them out just a little bit. Stacey? Uh, I'm taking the doggies. Taking the doggies. I feel I feel that the Tigers are just on such a downward slump right now. Yeah, look, it's uh, it's going to be interesting. This is my uh, underdog of the week. I- I'm going uh, with you, Stace. I'm going with the Bulldogs to upset the Tigers. Um, there- there's a lot of attention on the Bulldogs uh, guys at the moment. Gould coming into the role. He's keeping his eyes out, and he's trying to determine, you know, who, who are the players that he can build with into the future. Um, and I think that drives performance. So, you know, despite the team sort of struggling and being at the bottom of the table, I think they're going to give it everything they got. And, you know, who, who could who can show any faith in the West Tigers at the moment? Again, another very inconsistent side. Must be very, very frustrating for fans. So the Bulldogs, I think, will upset them there. Okay, in the final final round of the week, we've got another Queensland derby. Uh, Gold Coast Titan, Titans taking on North Queensland Cowboys. Alex? Uh, I think I'm going to go with the Cowboys in this one. Okay, and Stace? I'm taking the Titans. They've, uh, they've, they've been on form the last couple of games, so I'm, I'm pretty happy to stick them right there. Yeah, I think we're uh, I think we're running off the same tipping sheet, Stace, as I go for the Gold Coast Titans as well. Again, they're they're a team that can be hot and cold, but um, they just have so much explosive, uh, you know, power in attack. So you know, if they can really focus on defense in this game, the Cowboys they they they're sort of struggling a little bit. You know, they had a good run of form during the middle of the year, but really seem to be struggling at this point in time. So if the Titans can focus in on their defense, I think they've got enough points in them uh, to win. All right, guys, that's all the time we have today. Alex, Stacey, thank you so much for joining us. Um, Pierre, uh, big shout-out to you. We hope that you're doing well moving. Uh, We know that's painful. And to our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. If this was your first episode, uh, we really appreciate your support. So download, subscribe, um, get involved, um, jump on social media. We're on all platforms. Until then, we'll see you next week. You have been listening to Mojo Sports. Thank you for your support. It is very much appreciated. The team and I are trying to build something a little different here, so everyone's support is very much appreciated. Continue to support the podcast, download, subscribe, check out our social media channels, give us a follow, and be sure to tell your friends about Australia's best-kept secret. This is Mojo Sports.